Hey, it's Clay. Welcome to another episode of the Money with Clay podcast. And I realize this will sound a little bit contradictory because I suppose it is, but I wanted to take a bright look at things. I realize that a lot of times, maybe I'm a little, I don't want to say negative, maybe it comes across as negative, but I think I do a relatively good job of citing sources, citing stats that give me justification in my feelings. Now, I'm not saying that my feelings are perfectly accurate. You may disagree with them, and that's fine. We can always agree to disagree as long as we keep it civil, but I would like to at least think that I'm presenting a a rational thought process that makes it look like I am not just pulling stuff out of thin air and running my mouth for the sake of running my mouth. So I am aware that I do that quite a bit. But like I said, I wanna focus on some of the positive out there. And with that, in my mind at least, it helps serve the idea of, you know well, the government's gotta take care of us. The government's gotta do this. The government's gotta do that. All in the name of, well, because when you get older, because when this happens or because when that happens, I mean, somebody needs to be there to take care of you. Somebody needs to make sure that people are going to, you know, conduct themselves in a rational way and that, you know, the government's just got to take care of you, to which I agree to an extent. I'm all for a military. I'm all for a police force. I'm all for many times, like I've said before in the past, if my house catches on fire, I'd prefer to not have to go grab my garden hose and try to, you know, put out the fire. I prefer not to have to empty my bladder to try to put out the fire. I would like to be able to call up the fire department. So in those regards, again, I don't have any problem. I don't have any gripes. Now, could the money always be spent as efficiently as possible? Probably not. But like I said, for certain things like that, yeah, I'm all for the government kind of providing some structure to to help take care. But, you know, the government in many cases just pushes that way too far. And we have a great example of it. And the whole idea that unless certain systems, unless certain laws, unless certain protocols are in place, then the world is just gonna fall apart, the country is just gonna fall apart. It's just not true. And we have good examples of that. Before we get to that part though, and here's where the irony comes in, I realize that I'm, I'm saying, I'm gonna take a positive look here, but I wanna start with one story that I, I don't know, I guess there's not, I mean, there's a, of course, there's a moral to the story, but it's a pretty straightforward moral of the story. But I found it comical in a sick and twisted type of way. But there is the learning lesson where it ties into the whole idea here that people are, at the core, the majority of people, they're good-hearted people. They're people are, they're just good-hearted. They want, they have, you know, there's this social fabric out there that I won't even say as a country, but really just as a human race that, you know, there's there's compassion built in. There's, you know, it's not a me, 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 gimme, gimme, gimme. Now, of course, you got to look out for yourself. Of course, you need to make sure that you, your family, whoever you're responsible for is taken care of. I'm not denying that, but deep down, People wanna see other people succeed. People are not strictly in it only for themselves and at no point do they feel compassion for other people. At no point would they contribute to somebody else. At no point would they ever help somebody else out even if it takes money or some of their time to help them. That's just not how human beings are really wired. In this case, like I said, being kinda 
funny in a sick and ironic type of way, truly goes to kind of kick off my little, um, I don't, I don't want I guess it's a theory. I, I suppose you could call it a theory, but again, this is just my opinion and this is kind of, you know, what I'm presenting. But the title here of this article, and this was uh, published uh, just a few days ago, Sus suspected, I guess, and they'll never really technically know, suspe suspected burglar crushed to death by 900 pound safe. So the article goes to say, a suspected burglar was found crushed to death by a 900 pound safe in an Indiana home this week, local authorities said. The Marion Police Department said they received a call on Tuesday from a man named George Hollingsworth who believed his garage was broken into. Hollingsworth told police that the door frame was damaged and the garage was so cluttered that he couldn't tell what was stolen according to a press release. While cleaning out the garage on Wednesday to see what might have been stolen, Hollingsworth found a body underneath a 900 pound antique floor safe that had evidently fallen over, Deputy Chief Stephen Dorsey said. My mind couldn't comprehend it, Hollingsworth told Indianapolis Fox in 59. I would have rather seen him steal stuff and get out than die like that. What a horrible way to die. The Marion Fire Department helped Hollingsworth lift the safe and remove the body, according to police. Police identified the failed burglar as 28-year-old Jeremiah A. Disney of Marion after an autopsy on Thursday. An investigation is ongoing. Did you catch the quote, though? Did you catch the, the person's attitude? Kind of deep down, you know, what, what are people made of at the core? My mind couldn't comprehend it. I would have rather seen him steal stuff and get out than die like that. What a horrible way to die. Does that sound like somebody that is just strictly in it, me, 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 me? No, no. And I I would have to agree with that. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's that, well, why are you stealing my stuff? You get what you deserve for trying to steal my stuff. I, I get it. There's that. But I mean, still, I, that, that's, that is pretty rough to be totally crushed by a safe that whether or not you were trying to, I mean, you get the irony. The, the irony there is, like I said, comical in a sick and twisted way. But look at this person. Oh, I would have just rather had them get away, take this stuff rather than die like that. That doesn't sound to me like somebody that needs a bunch of rules and regulations placed on them to have to behave in a certain matter, such as, well, no, we're going to take this amount of money because unless we take that amount of money from you in order to go and do that with it, you know, fill, you know, fill in the blank on whatever that is, it's just never going to happen. I just don't disagree. I don't agree with that. I fully disagree with that premise that unless the government takes money, <clears throat> taxes and other certain things, fees, all that, unless those taxes and those fees and those things that we are required to do, unless those happen, then something else is not going to happen. I don't think that's true. I think that as a society, we want to see others succeed. We are willing to help out other people. And my contention here is that it's much easier to help other people succeed if we have more money in our pocket. It's much easier to donate. It's much easier to give if we have more money in our pocket. We don't really need to be forced into giving for certain things. And this is where the entitlement programs, pretty sketchy territory in my mind, that first off, 
they assume that, well, you're not, you don't know how to save, you don't know how to set money aside, so we're just gonna do with that, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna take care of that for you. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, well, the government, they'll just make sure they're looking, and then you start to dig deeper and see how the money has been used for other things, and how the money is not only being used for other things, it's not even being spent efficiently, and it makes you go, you know, I really wish you would just let me kind of deal with my money, but a lot of this is, well, we're gonna tax you so that we can make sure that, and like I said, fill in the blank of something else that happens, which I would contend is going to happen anyways, especially, especially if people have more money to begin with in the first spot. And I found this story, which I don't even know how I came across it, but it made me smile and it made me just say, you know, I, I would probably do the same thing. Now, not in, uh, because a bunch of people did it. And I don't say that in a, well, I'm such a good person. My guess is you would probably do it too, or you would, you would, this is a feel good story. And my guess is it's gonna make you feel good because you would probably uh, do something like this if you had extra money in your pocket. I mean, why wouldn't you? But the title of this article, Tweet of Lonely Dad at New Donut Shop Goes Viral, Sends Sales Through the Roof. So what do you, my, my question is, how does it make you feel when somebody's trying to start a business, a small business like this? In this case, a donut shop. Do you wanna see that person fail? Or do you wanna see that person succeed? Now I am a business owner, yes. So I, I, I do have a soft spot in, in my heart for the people that are willing to get out there, take that risk, start a business, you know, put their money where their mouth is because it ain't free to start a business. And it's certainly not free to start a donut shop where you have to pay for materials for the donuts. You have to pay rent for that literal real estate location. You have to, uh, I'm, I'm sure paying some pretty hefty insurance, liability insurance in, in case somebody slips on the floor. Or I don't know, you know, I don't know what the donut shop insurance industry, but my point is, I think most people are like, hey, good for that person. Small business. I, I don't know of anybody out there that says small business, I want them to fail. I want small business to fail. I, I, I don't know, and there is no politics there. I'm talking about everybody across the gamut. I've never heard anybody say they wanna see a small business fail. But why is that? Well, because I, that's my argument. Deep down, we wanna see people succeed. We, I, you wanna see somebody make something of themselves. Hey, good for them, they're, they're getting out there. And whether or not you acknowledge it, you know, kind of up in your mind, I think in your heart you acknowledge the fact that, hey, they're trying and I, let's help them out. I wanna help them out. But you have to be able to help them out. And how are you able to help them out, especially in a donut shop? Well, if you got a few extra bucks in your pocket because the government, government's not always reaching in there and pulling stuff out, well then our human nature is, you know, is gonna wanna make us, you know, we have those soft spots in our heart. So to pick up with this article, a single tweet by the son of an owner of a newly opened mom and pop donut store in Texas helped bring in scores of customers and sell out items over the weekend. So the tweet that was posted, my dad is sad because no one is coming to his new donut shop, read a Saturday tweet from Billy. The tweet included several pictures, including one of his father standing alone in Billy's Donuts and another of the empty parking lot outside. Also included was the address of the shop in the message thread. So that was on Saturday. By Sunday morning, the previously, quote, lonely dad 
was overwhelmed with customers, KRPC-TV reported, that the store was, in quotes, slammed with customers buying items. Even James Woods, the actor, retweeted the picture and wrote, help this guy out. On Sunday afternoon, the shop had completely sold out of donuts and kolaches. I'm not sure what those are. They, they sound wonderful, though. By tweeting, by tweeted adding, you are all amazing. I can't thank everyone enough for coming out and supporting local businesses. This means so much to my family. As of late Sunday, the uh, initial post had garnered nearly 220,000 retweets and nearly 470,000 likes. Billy's Donuts is in Missouri City, which is about 20 miles southwest of Houston. 220,000 retweets, 470,000 likes. I don't know who this actor is. That re- uh, James Woods. Should I know who James Wood is? James Woods, if you listen to this, I'm a, I apologize that I don't know who you are, but apparently you're uh, an actor. But even he, an actor, retweeted it. Does that sound like people that are just stingy and always thinking about themselves? No, that, that sounds, hey, look at it. I, I feel bad. Now, of course, are donuts good? Well, yeah, they're good. But I could also make the argument that they're really not very healthy for you either. So if people are willing to go out and partake in something non-healthy just to help somebody else out, heck, who knows? Maybe these the, the healthy people are like, yeah, they bought a donut, and then on the way out, they kind of just threw it in the waste can. Like, I'm not going to actually eat it, but I'll give you I'll, I'll give you some revenue. Maybe that's a little too cynical on my part, but you get the idea, right? People needing help and something like that goes viral. And that's why I wish that I think the government, I think just society as a whole sometimes really tries to demonize, and I'm not talking political parties, just almost demonize the idea that, you know, if left too much unchecked, society is just gonna spin out of control. And that's why I prefaced all this with, I'm not for lawless society. I'm not for no structure, no systems in place. I like having nice roads to drive on. Those keep prices down. I mean, when company can transport things from A to B and not have to be repairing their trucks every two days, then hey, maintenance costs stay low. That means prices stay low. And me as a consumer, I like low prices. And the government in a very minor way can definitely serve its purpose as making sure we have you know good transportation means and all that. But there is that line where it's like, okay, yeah, you don't need to be, it doesn't need to be this structured because we're not ravage, savage people as human beings. We actually do want to see other people succeed. We actually do want to try to help out if we can, which goes back to, as I've said a million times now, if we can is a lot easier to do if, 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 if you just don't reach in our pocket all the time or don't require this or don't require that. It just makes life a little bit easier. But I thought that was an awesome story how you know the, the, the lonely tweet or the lonely dad that was tweeted ended up le- leading to insane numbers, 220,000 retweets and 470,000 likes, totally sold out. And hopefully that business continues to grow. If you are in Houston, well then I'm assuming you've heard of Missouri City before and that is where that donut shop is located. But yeah, government, people in general, give, give us as human beings a little bit more credit. You know, if, if you take your gas off the regulation pedal and the, you, you gotta pay this and you got we're gonna tax you for that. And we're gonna, if you just take your, take the foot off the pedal, maybe leave a little bit more money into our pockets, then, you know, we, 
people will take care of other people. And that's what charity comes into play. That, that's what all those, those charities would have that much more money if people had more money to give. So just consider that. And that's why, and another reason why the, the whole government regulation, I'm not a huge fan of it because I do believe, and I think this, these couple of instances here that came out within like a week of each other really do illustrate that. So what are your thoughts on it? Let me know whether you, uh, you wanna leave me something on Twitter or uh, Facebook or wherever, email me. Even if it's, you're a scumbag. I want small businesses to fail. I hope they choke on those glazed donuts. Even if you want, I hope you, Clay, choke on a glazed donut. That's okay. I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily gonna be the most productive way to start off a discussion. But if you disagree or whatever, I mean, let me know. And I'd love to have a a conversation or, or we can always just agree to disagree. But that is my thoughts on it. So a nice bright spot out there, except for the guy that got crushed by the safe. But Overall, I'd say this was a pretty bright uh, podcast and let me know your thoughts. Do you want more like this or do you enjoy when I'm kind of just, well, it's really just a function of the news and if more uh, feel good stories come out, then I'm sure I'll be good to do uh, that. But I'm always curious on your thoughts as listeners. But yeah, again, we're not gonna, society, we're not gonna divulge into savage chaos. So we don't, we want some structure, but government, not that much structure. Thank you so much for hanging out and listening. Before I go, I wanna just make your attention to a few things. First off, if you enjoyed the show, then make sure to help us out in the iTunes, especially if you could leave us a rating. That goes a long way and just assists me in getting the word out there, and I I genuinely would appreciate it. Second, if you find yourself either in debt or just feeling like your, your personal finances are kind of out of control or could be much more efficient, then I would encourage you to go to moneywithclay.com and check out the slab money method. That is the course that I put together as a former process engineer that outlined every single step, step by step by step with documentation, with forms to fill out, that'll put you on the path, the exact path I used to pay off of debt and get myself to the point where not only am I debt free, but I am now able to build wealth and build wealth in an efficient uh, manner. So if you're curious and interested in that, again, moneywithclay.com and that is the slab money method. And no, this is not all some massive sales pitch when I say that it works, it truly does. And I back that up with more than words. My action behind those words is that course comes with a one year money back guarantee. So if you try it out and you're not making any progress, you're not seeing any progress, then I will refund you the cost of the course, which is very minimal to begin with. And then finally, make sure to check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, just look up for Money With Clay and you will see us there. Again, thanks for hanging out. I'll see you back next episode.